Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Haunted Real Connection. Get my mic here. Which I host, Nicole Jasper. I hope you guys have a happy, safe New Year's Eve. And, um, I would pick a time when our kids played out. Neighbors, sorry guys. <laughs> you might hear that. Um, so I thought I'd share a bit of some terrifying ghost stories that you shouldn't read along. And, for the record, I am alone. Whether you believe in ghosts or not, it's tough not to get freaked out when you're uh, alone and you hear something bump in the night or even hear a voice, which I hear often. So um, the stories that I might share might freak you out. Just give you a bit of a heads up. <laughs> I have a bit of a cold and the allergies, so. Bear with me guys, I am feeling a bit better, so, and obviously, <laughs> I felt like doing that podcast, so I haven't done it in a while. Um, anyway, the first story I'm going to share is called The Cell Phone. A couple of months ago, my friend, uh, I'm going to read it from my first point of view, okay? My friend, cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone after a long day of work. She came home, placed her phone on a shelter, and went to watch some TV. So her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages. And so he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to touch her son and, and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with a phone in his hand. Relieved that she picked up her phone back from his hand and she expected. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes, such as a new background manner, etc. You say he's a lot smarter than we underestimate, believe me. <laughs> um, but then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, the picture, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed. But the picture was taken by someone else above him. And it showed the left half of an elderly Woman's ghostly face. Ooh, talk about creepy factor there. Alright, next story. My wife's doing this life called Ghost Bro. That's right, Ghost Bro. <laughs> What's up, bro? Kidding. Anyway, Ghost Bro. So, once again, I read from first point of view. My house was built in 1904. It's a strange single family home, wood frame standing on the concrete. Block Foundation. By the way, this is my first time reading this, so yep, my ass is on you. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> um, so they have a Black Foundation. Back to the story, saying that I have been living there for about 12 years. Well, all the weird things that my siblings and me have seen or heard in this house, this one event is my favorite. This happened to my brother about 10 years ago 
Mm, my voice. <clears throat> About 10 years ago, my brother and his best friends had started a rush band playing mostly Spanish rock, uh, alternative music, which I love, but it's Spanish. His friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice into the early evening, and they would usually call it quits about 8 p.m. This was the time I usually shut up and went to bed because I worked the graveyard shifts. I'm going to take a quick cup break. I don't have my water break. <laughs> Hold on. <coughs> hey. <clears throat> have my voice. Um, so this happened in late fall. Uh, bad story. This happened in late fall. So today is really shorter. Today I just finished a long session. When did this session to head to someone else's house came about? My brother. He had his hard keys to study, so they could load up the, you know, the equipment, obviously. Everyone had filed out of the basement, and the tricky part was that, was that they needed to walk all the way to the back of the basement. And I hate, if y'all know, I hate basements, investigative basements. Just give me the heebie-jeebies, okay? So, what did he say? I'm about to here and just run out of basements. <laughs> what the hell, you know? Um, so, the back of the basement and the back of the stairs through the kitchen doorway. Down the hall, this is back to the store here. Down the hall, into the living room, and out into the front porch. Everyone was outside sitting in my brother's truck, waiting for him. My brother was walking up. <coughs> My voice. My brother was walking up back the stairs when he remembered that he had left his pancakes and then she saw it was like a tanner sitting on a speaker in the basement. He made a decision to go back. Now the basement is not clean with um full sight lines. There have been uh partitions made and a boiler and a main heating unit are right smack in the middle. So after my brother walks back, he is about to retrieve his food container when out of the corner of his eye he sees it. It is a shadowy figure right at his peripheral vision. Usually that's where you see him. Sometimes I see him head up. But anyway, this feeling of the dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. As the story says, we have been taught that if you are in the presence of a spirit or ghost and you felt a bad vibe, just say a quick prayer or to cast at it. <laughs> My brother kills the later. He basically just told it to say, F you. I'm not saying the F word here or there. <laughs> and say, hey, F you. I don't have time for this shit. Yeah, yeah no, that's the idea. Tell him who's boss. I told my friend, stand his room, tell him who's boss, because it's in your house, right? So, you say like that. Hey, F you. I don't have time for this shit. Leave. <laughs> Especially if they're naked and <clears throat> spirits. You can tell him like that. Anyway, back to the story. My brother started to walk 
and about the basement and basically up the stairs. Closing the door, turning off all the lights, I see him walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and a light from the street lamp was flooding the living room with an amber light. My brother said he felt something at his back, but at no point did he turn around. I would be afraid to <laughs> turn around. As he um, flicked the last switch, the living room went pitch dark, as did the rest of the house. As he stepped out, he pulled on the door, closing it behind him, still holding his food container in one hand, and he jogged down the huge porch step. He then walked towards the front gate. The house resides far to the main street, essentially having a large front yard but no rear garage. As he closed the gap between himself and his friend laden um truck, he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head. Mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting on his seatbelt. That's very important. Uh, you know. Put on his seatbelt, getting ready to pull out of the parking spot directly in front of the house. When one of his friends asked, Hey, wait, what about your brother? Is he coming with us? My brother is. What what do you mean? He went to work early tonight. He is already gone. Do you see his heart anywhere? So the next question is, so then who is walking behind you when you are leaving the house? <laughs> uh, could that be like um what do you call a doppelganger? It probably solid. You know, doppelganger. It's when you see the double of a person, a living person. Uh, usually it's not his sign when you see it up here. Okay, next story. <laughs> Maybe even more interesting how the rocking horse. Right, the rocking horse. One night when I was, again, I'm reading from first point of view. One night when I was maybe 10, 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was entire, uh, was the entire top floor of our house with my bed and just being on the left side as storage closet and play area as being on the right. Anyway, I was lying in bed and when I heard a noise from the other side of the room and see a rocking horse be begin to rock, it was sitting just outside one of the, um, one of the, uh, you know, storage closet doors. That's why I wish I had a post of it with the words. Um, it, it proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and holy crap. <laughs> um, and it stopped dead under the ceiling light. Now that's some really um, serious poltergeist activity there, you ask me. And at this point, I was freaking out and just buried my head under my blankets, <laughs> as we all do. <laughs> I never peeked out again until morning. <laughs> For me, I kick out my blankets. I don't bury my head, I kick out my blankets. I don't know why. 
I have the opposite effect. <laughs> uh, you guys love me at home. But anyway, it was all the friends to not be a dream. Because, you know, I had these experiences where you know it's not a dream because it's that experience um, actually wake you up. Yeah, I had this happen all the time. So you know it's not a dream when they thought wake you up. You either hear them, see them, you know. Most of the time I hear them. <laughs> Um, so I said the rocky horse was still in the middle of the room when they woke up. Furthermore, they got a certain, uh, recommend from my parents for being about a bed playing with my toys well past my bedtime. Their bedroom was directly below the storage closet play area and had heard the creaking of the rocky horse. Shuffling across the room. Ooh, that is creepy. bad. I think I have time for one more. This is called the following. Right, the following. My older sister has a ghost that followed her around for years. He lived with her once for about uh, three months and so much weird stuff happened in that time. All my sister was saying to me when I mentioned it was that her ghost didn't like me being there. Or it can be like imaginary friend that, you know, sometimes it's not really imaginary, it could be a spirit. Um, so things like going to bed with everything locked up and switched off and waking up in the morning with the back door open, lights on and kettle switched on. One night, my sister and I were getting ready to go and to go out and I asked to borrow her uh, liquid foundation so I used it and put it back where she kept her makeup. Ten minutes later she asked me for it and uh, it was nowhere to be seen. Now, poltergeists tend to um, take things and you know, and then later on you'll find another spot. Weird. Anyway, she accused me of taking it and made we buy her a new one and refused, and so I refused to listen to my side of the story. About a year or so later, when she was packing to move to the house, she found the makeup in a shoebox. See what I mean? So, with some old letters, the shoebox was in a zipped up suitcase, was underneath her bed. But probably the most Scared I ever felt was one afternoon when I was the only one in a house, or so I thought. Which never happened as four other people lived there. I'd arrived home from work and headed straight to the best to the bathroom. The story goes all the doors, windows, etc. were closed. So I was standing in the bathroom and started squeezing a pimple on my chin, which I find myself doing too. When the female voice in the hall said, Stop picking your zips. <laughs> would that be a cool EVP? And I'm a, my God, I, that would be like amazing to get down an EVP. Stop picking your zips. It's like one time uh, I was um, feeling this um, weird sensation of someone playing with my hair, right? All day I was working. And then um, when I was alive, my friend Emily, my partner, friend, Tell them, investigator, she's like, we were like, think I've gone live. So we went live, 
I told the story a million times. <laughs> I think it's funny too, funnier too. Um, so we went live. We both had our SB7, you know, sperm bosses on. And then I, and then suddenly I asked, um, so I've been messing with my hair all day. And all of a sudden we heard a female spirit say, stop it, right? <laughs> Class A EVP will never believe you that. I've been trying to find that video for a, a long time. Can you actually find it? Let me know. Yeah, that's the story. So I told her to F off. They asked, what did you say for dinner? So I said, my head was full. <laughs> so they started to search the house at the bottom. No one there. So I sat down on the front porch. No one there. Oh my god. So I wasn't there after all. <laughs> no kidding. So anyway, I better end it here while I can. So you guys have a happy side from the year. If you have any those stories you'd like to share, Email me at nicolejasperaid.gmail.com and yeah, let me know what top is your top about for the new year. Stay safe, guys. This is Nicole out.